Ballers! Welcome to another episode of A League of Own, and I am your man Turk, and of course alongside me for the 27th time, Squiggy. Hello all, how's everybody doing out there? Uh, I'm assuming good, seeing as you can't respond back, but uh, we're doing great as well, watching some playoff basketball right now. Yes, great. <laughs> Miami and Philly are currently playing as we record this, mm-hmm. and we're not going to tell you anything that's happening in this game because you're already going to know about it by the time you listen to our exactly. podcast. And of course, dropping them beats as always, Media Mike. Oh, what's up, fathers and shot callers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just jump right into the headlines because we have lots to cover. We have biggest surprise, most entertaining, biggest letdown, and best moment. Woo! Okay, for biggest surprise, I'm going to do like a little what you got. I narrowed it down to three. I think these are the three biggest. If you want if you want to be a homer, we can throw in the Raptors as possibly an option too. That's totally fine. But I have biggest surprise so far uh, in the playoffs is Boston and Bucks. We have New Orleans Pelicans in Portland. Uh, and we have Indiana and Cavs being all tied up going in Indiana. So the first two, Boston's up two. Pelicans are up two. And Indiana's tied with the Cavs 1-1, which was a three away, mm-hmm. an Oladipo three away of going in overtime. I know, that would have been beautiful. Uh, Should have. He missed an open three. So anyways. Well, and then if you really want the Raptors winning the first game <laughs> as, a, as a biggest surprise, can be in that too. See, see for me, it's, it's very simple out of the three that you just proposed. One, I said the Cavs would lose a couple games to Indiana. Uh, yeah. I said Cavs in six. I, I said five, so, so I guess I'm on track with that. So we're okay there. Two, I said New Orleans over uh, Portland. Portland, which New Orleans is up two games to none going home, might I add. Of mm-hmm. two games going home, so yep. to me that's not a surprise. Yeah, totally stole that yeah. home court advantage. My my downfall is picking the Bucks over the Celtics, where the Bucks are just they don't even look like they remember how to play basketball. No, um, it, it's really bad. So for me, that's the biggest surprise. I thought they yeah, I, like I didn't see that there being sweeps either way, but like yeah. I did not think it would be this. Bad. Well, you and uh, Mike have what? The Bucks going to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes, <laughs> yes and we I, And I have Boston going to the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals because that whole other side of the bracket is just way too easy for Boston not to get through, even without Kyrie and Hayward. Uh, you want to chime in? I think you just said it. Biggest surprise is also Bucks. Cost Bucks, yeah. I thought not, you have Portland going to yeah, the Conference yeah, Finals too, so <laughs> yes. Both sides of your bracket kind of gets good. Yeah, Milwaukee would be pushing a little bit better than they. They came close in game one. Game two overtime was nowhere yeah. close. To be honest, the fact that they even got in overtime in game one was a fluke. That was point yeah. five seconds, and Milton oh, threw man, it up and just got it. it in. Oh, it was, it was great to watch. It was great, but I think we I, maybe we can play. talk about it a little bit because. It's not like Giannis is not doing his part. He's doing In that. that second game, he played 43 minutes, 30 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, shooting, hold for it, 76% from the field. Yeah, he's, he's on fire. Obviously no threes. Then Middleton, shooting 71% from the field, uh, had 25 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, and... And whatever a deflected shot, he was doing like he does well, and, and he had four three. The rest of the teams That's not the even problem. close. Bledsoe had twelve 
on really bad shooting. Henson got big man points and just grabbing rebounds and just putting them back in. But it's just the fact that they're getting outplayed by Terry Rozier, Jalen yeah. Brown, not even Jason Tatum. Like, Tatum's having a good series, but 4.7 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, 1 block. That's good all-around effort, but 2 for 9 from the field. That's a rookie playing in the playoffs in the starting squad, mm-hmm. right? What do you guys think? I, oh, I don't know. Don't What's happening? And we can talk about a little bit of this... Uh, did you guys hear about, like, the, the Rosier, uh, Rosier and um, Bledsoe thing? We called him Drew Bledsoe, as who was a football player. He's yeah. an NFL player yeah. instead of um, Eric Bledsoe. And then he was Rosier. He's like, oh, I don't even know who the F that is. <laughs> Bledsoe said that. Yeah. Obviously, you do. You're looking at the back of his jersey when he blows by you and scores on you. <laughs> right? Yeah, Bledsoe is just – he. it's like he doesn't exist right now on the court. It's like he's no, not he's even there. really bad. Uh, and Brogdon is on minutes restriction. They got to lift that if they have any chance of coming back in this series. Yeah. Yeah. And why is Jason Terry only playing five minutes in the second half, uh, second game? No idea. Jason Terry can get hot, and he can play. He's a veteran presence. You need to put him there. Deladova is garbage. They're, they're playing way too many players deep. Coaching miscues. They're doing 11 players deep on a not-so-deep yeah. rotation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys. All right, I'm talking too much. What do you guys think? No, no, I I agree with everything you're saying. It's it's kind of like how in the beginning you picked them to lose because you thought coaching just wasn't there, and that's exactly what that's yeah, exactly being how out, it's looking. They're being right out coached. Yeah, they're being out coached. It just like it just looks bad. Like Giannis can only do so much. Um, just like like. In any sport, one player can only do so much. Look well, at, and basketball is a sport where one player can, can do a do lot. It all. But look at LeBron. How much did LeBron do last night? And they still only won by three. They almost right? lost. They yeah. could have lost that they game. Could, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. One player can only do so much. And right now, the only person really doing anything is Giannis. Middleton as well. But like... Yeah, it's those two. It's but like, those other than that, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... it's. Sad. Like, I thought the games would be a little tighter. Like, if they lost both games and the games were tight, that'd be one thing and competitive. But they haven't been. Right. Like, it's just, it seems like they don't know what they're doing. And you know well, what? The first, game, the first game was a little tight. But I think the first game was more Boston having jitters yeah. as opposed to Milwaukee playing really good. Yeah. And I think after that first game, Boston realized, oh, my God, if we actually just played good. Defense. Like, yeah. We played decent. Let Giannis hit his shots and let nobody else That's get it. it. And that's kind of what they're doing, and it's just, yeah, like, you can see, it looks like there's no maturity on Milwaukee from the veteran presence. I thought people like Terry, like, guys that have been there, even Del Vidova, who's been in long playoff runs mm-hmm. before, would be stepping up a lot more. There Wasn't was he no, part of that championship team? Uh, yeah, he was, yeah. 2015. Yeah, he was on that team that came back to win it. Yeah, so there you go. And just nothing out of them. That tells you something. Yeah, it... it, it as for biggest surprise, that has to be it. Like, there's no way people thought they'd look as bad as they have. Okay, so what, I think we should still talk about the the Pelicans. Sure. I think it is a big surprise. No one would have guessed they would have took both games on the road I in did. Portland. <laughs> Come on, you thought McCollum was going to be doing no McCollum and uh, Damian Lillard are just being completely shut off. No, I they're Portland saying you know six. what. They're doing the opposite of what Boston's doing. They're mm-hmm. well, kind of similar, but they're not even allowing their stars to get hits and 
It's crazy. Like, I can't believe how game time is not lighting up. And Portland's a really hard place to play in. It's not like it's an easy time there. Like, the fans are pretty crazy. I mean, the first game was two points. Mm-hmm. That could have been any anyone's game. But they, it was a definitive win, 111 to 102. Even though I was watching a little bit of the third and the fourth on that one, I knew right away it was done. Anthony Davis. It's like he throws up 35 points like it's nothing. Have you guys noticed this guy? He has been on fire. Just an absolute Unbelievable. Beast. Did you see that alley-oop where he was like underneath the net and managed to reach his <laughs> arm up and over the rim? Damn. and just, Oh, man. He's a beast. An absolute beast. And my boy Mircic, who I told you was going to be really good for the Pelicans, he's had 17 points, 8 rebounds, 2 blocks, and he's shooting 55% three threes in the last game. That's doing pretty well for a guy who's supposed to be taking up the minutes that Boogie Cousins left yeah. over. Mm-hmm. What about Drew Holiday? He's been playing pretty yeah, good, too. Drew Holiday is uh, playing Stepping up. all NBA level right now. Yeah. Uh, 33 points, 9 assists in his last game. Mm-hmm. You can't do better than that. I, the thing is, here's it's all about, and you got playoff Rondo almost a triple-double. He was a six shy of a triple-double last game. Playoff Rondo, playoff P. Playoff P. We'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, playoff Rondo is just—he's doing what he did last year on a Bulls team, and I think that Bulls team was worse than this Pelicans team now. Yeah, yeah. playoff Rondo is big. I should have—I should have probably gave the Pelicans more credit come the playoff time. I didn't realize that Drew Holiday was going to live up. <laughs> he's finally living up to his payment. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's actually finally getting—it's taken play him some time, but he's gone there. He's gotten there, but he had a lot of injuries, and I always thought Drew Holiday was going to be a top 10 point guard in the league. I don't know if he's there yet, but he's getting there. This playoff performance is showing that, and he mm. just has to be more consistent. The matchup, here's the thing. McCollum is not a good defender, and Dame's a mediocre defender. But they have to be able to stop those two point guards. It's not like Rajon Rondo is an amazing three-point shooter and he's shooting at 67%. Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. Drew Holiday, same thing, shooting at a 40% clip. Put them down to the more of their averages in that 30 percentile, and then you'll start seeing a difference. They just need to play better defense. I think it all comes down to that. And it's surprising because Portland actually did have a top 10 defense in the regular season. They need to do more of that. I want to see more defense from Portland. I want them to steal. They need They need to win one game in these next two, don't yeah. you think? Oh, absolutely. They absolutely or is, or say if they lose game three, mm-hmm. is it a sweep? Whew. Or at least five or less? Yeah, I think at that point it's five or less. Yeah. It, yeah. It, so if, Portland, if Pelicans go up 3-0, yeah. it's pretty much Port- gentleman sweep or sweep. Yeah. Portland needs to play game three like it's game seven. They should have done that after game one. Yeah, but like... Or like how the Raptors are doing every game. Every game's a game seven. Every game's a game seven. (laughs) Unless you want to play the nobodies on your team. (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Indiana and Cavs, I think we kind of mentioned it. Yeah, I think it, it's it's just because Indiana won the first game. I think it, they just showed up. I oh, Depot's playing on. Yeah. I think the only people that this is a surprise to are the people that believe that LeBron can do it all and 
nothing else matters. LeBron is going to the finals. And I don't think so. Like, a lot of people don't think so, but there's a, there's a select group that is just so in love with the idea of LeBron going to the finals Every again. American media member? Yeah, pretty much. That, like, to what's, them, it's like, oh, my name, God. Uh, they've lo- look at their season. What's his name? Shan- oh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. But look, look at their season, right? Like, yeah. they didn't have an amazing season. He does LeBron has had an amazing season. He's had an MVP caliber season. No, the team hasn't, though. But the team hasn't. Exactly. The team hasn't. And Indiana is going to wear them down. If if they do win this series, which honestly, right now, if I was the Raptors, I'd be more worried about playing the Pacers than I would. No, I would. No. I'd be more worried about playing the Pacers than I would about Cleveland. Because Cleveland... So happy to play the Pacers. Cleveland is... Let LeBron hit his shots and shut everybody else down because you absolutely can do okay, that. Okay, so, so Boston and Pacers are playing a same style of defense yeah. where they're just allowing the superstar to get whatever he wants inside the paint yeah, play- but taking away his playmaking, yes. taking, making other players shoot shots, and it's whether they're going to live or die through yes. it. And it was evident in the first quarter of that Game 2 game where LeBron scored the first 16 <laughs> points, had 20 in the first quarter, 20 of 33, yep. which is unbelievable. And I'm looking at him like, okay, so he has, I think it was 31 points at the half or yeah. something, and he only ended up with 46. 40, yeah. 46 or 47? Because, 46. And the only reason it was that much of a difference is because Indiana couldn't hit a like a shot if they like depended on it. But it wasn't even, I think quarter. they just, they got shook. And when you're on a, when you're, on the road, getting shook like you need a break to kind of like sit back, let the crowd calm down, and then you can get back into the yeah. game. Well, it doesn't also which help. which they were doing for the second and the third. It doesn't also help that they Oladipo was what two fouls in the first like minute. Yeah, he had foul trouble, and it was so dumb. He got a f- he got his third foul by correcting a ref. Yeah, that was so dumb. <laughs> he cor- and he was right. Yeah, he was like <laughs> he was absolutely right. On correcting the ref, and the ref gave him a foul anyway. Yeah. I found that dumb. Yeah, and it's... I don't know what it Stuff is, Stuff like that should be corrected. It, He's an all-star. Give him, give him some credit. You yeah. can't just hit the LeBron train all the time. Yeah, and that's why, like, I think the smartest thing Indiana's doing is play tough on LeBron, right? Like, don't just let him walk to the basket. No, but it's the same time. still play defense on him, but, but he's not a scorer. He's not an, a, a volume scorer, and they're turning him into that and not allowing anybody else to get hot. Yeah, because and the whole, working, though. Their Cavs offense only works because he playmakes. Yeah. Think about all, like, those games against the Raptors were historically good because he had, what, zero turnovers and he had, like, 16 assists, right? Yeah. If you take away that, it's going to be difficult for him yep. to get other people to play better. Who, who's is, that big white guy on uh, Indiana? Zeller? Yeah. No. no. I don't think he plays for... Hold on. I'll, I'll get to okay. it. But this guy had like three open chances underneath the basket to start the game. Missed all three of them. You're not talking about Sabonis, right? No. Maybe. Because he's a tall, he's a tall white guy, and there's Bogdanovich yeah. too. Who was playing defense against LeBron? Bogdanovich. I could not believe that. <laughs> you know, this guy was the like the six six man who got traded to Washington last year was just a volume three point shooter coming off the bench, and now he's starting playing against the best player in the world, wow. and you're defending against him. Not Lane Stevenson, yeah. Bogdanovich. What a huge improvement from him. Very underrated what the Pacers are doing. Uh, going to 
the Indiana roster. I really don't know who you were talking about. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think it is Sabonis. Yeah, it's Sabonis. Sabonis. Sorry. Probably. I thought it was with a Z. It's with an S. Sabonis, he missed three open, like three little baby hooks right by the rim. Yeah, it has to be Sabonis. And like at the beginning of the game, Indiana couldn't hit a shot. If anybody, if anybody like got a little hot to begin the game, that game would have been completely different. And that's why I don't think it's that much of a surprise. I think they're doing exactly what you need to do yeah. right now to shut down Cleveland because Cleveland doesn't have a Kyrie Irving that if you do play no, that style of game... No, they don't have a clutch. They don't have a clutch player. They don't. Like, Kevin Love now he's was playing okay, but he had lacerated so many his bad thumb. He also players. lacerated his thumb. Yeah, he also twisted his ankle at one point in the game as well. Oh, yeah, that's like, true. Like, he's just... Like he's there's broken. no one else on Cleveland to step up and get hot, JR and Smith. if they and if they do, it's like I'll take my chance with it. Uh, Jr. had a really good uh, steal against Oladipo yeah. with a with a dying couple minutes, and yeah. uh, that kind of helped seal the fate. But man, Darren Collison back to back threes with like a minute and a half left, mm. and they were contested threes, and it was, they were big shots. And you know what? I didn't realize, but he's actually leading the league in the regular season for highest three-point percentage. percentage yeah. Which Damn. is crazy. You don't see him as, like, a, an amazing shooter, but he is. And just looking at his arc, I'm like, we could have used that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's good. You need three-point shooting in today's game. Okay, we got, uh, we got yeah. miles from them, CJ. Yeah, CJ. Yeah, he's hitting, he's hot now. I'm not going to complain uh, on I'm not going to complain right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, eventually... I do think it's going to go back to the norm, not not a pun on Norman Powell, but I mean it's going to go back to the <laughs> to the, norm. the regular in uh, him missing a few of those shots because he has been big. It was actually his three against Washington in that second game mm. uh, kind of put that game when it was close to five and then yeah, it just brought, brought it back right to back. eight and then they never looked oh, yeah. back after that. So based on this Indiana-Cleveland series, as much as it might be a surprise to some people, do you think it's one of the mo- more exciting series? Um, I, I think you have this as the most exciting series. I, I think it's really entertaining. I think this is the most exciting series on a media uh, coverage standpoint. I mean, almost every game is a nationally televised game. Mm-hmm. And it's just been either you're on the LeBron D or you're off it. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's way too much now. Uh I will say I have been watching it, and it got really exciting, especially last night's game was OKC in Utah. Yes, absolutely. I think right now the best series are the Pacers-Cavs and Utah-OKC. Like, they're just so good. How can OKC expect to win? Which I totally thought, like, going – like, the Utah was up for most of the game, yeah. and then they kind of went down, like – uh, OKC had a really good third quarter, and then they went. They pretty much were up by like I think uh, nine or ten points or something. Then it just got really ridiculous. They went okay, mellow, playoff P, your boy playoff P, <laughs> and Westbrook were over fourteen in the fourth quarter. It was bad. That's not good. You can't do that. You call yourself a playoff clutch performer, and you were you're part of that over fourteen. You ain't winning. Yeah. You ain't winning. And, and I thought for sure that's what was going to get OKC through the hump because they have that starter power that was going to be able to drive through, like get you points when you need to get them, right? Man, did Mitchell last night? Mitchell went off. Woo! Mitchell went off. Man, the stuff that he was doing, he was all over, like, what, 28 points? 
He yeah. killed it. No, he completely went off, and and he was almost uh, doubtful for the game, too. Yeah. He almost didn't even play. Yeah. Him and Paul George were game-time decisions. Yeah, and he just went off. Like, it was unreal to watch him. I, I, did en- I do enjoy it. I didn't think Utah would be this entertaining to watch because mm-hmm. they're not that entertaining of a style of play. But I see a lot of Dwayne Wade and his Donovan Mitchell when he plays, and I'm not the only person to say that. He's yeah. very Wade-esque. It reminds me of that 06 Wade when he won a championship with Shaq. With Shaq? Yeah. Not weird to say? or No, no, I see it. He, like, he's just, he's so quick with the ball. He can cut in and out of lanes like nothing. Like, he just finds, he finds holes that they're there for a split second, and in that split second, he sees it and he takes it. Like, yeah. he's great. Like, just absolutely fantastic to watch. So we talked about the positives in the playoffs. Why don't we talk a little bit of the negatives? Which series or anything about the playoffs do you guys find is probably the biggest letdown? Because um, there is a lot. Yeah. It could be specific moments if you want to be specific, or mm-hmm. it can be actual like longevity of something. So right now for me, I think the biggest one that stands out has to be the Warriors-Santana Spurs series. Yeah, but it, it was expected. You know what? I was expecting the Warriors to win. I was expecting the Warriors... You thought there would be more fight? Yeah, I thought there would be a lot more fight. And it doesn't help that there's more and more Kawhi drama that just keeps coming up. For every loss is more... Every... Yeah? I turn on my computer or I go on Twitter and the first thing that pops up is Lakers making big push for Kawhi. It's like... What? That bothers me. San Antonio is in the middle of a playoff game. Yeah. And this is all people are talking about? Totally grinds my gears when you talk about teams that are not in the playoffs during playoff time. There's plenty of time to talk about these teams when in the offseason or uh, during that kind of like break in between rounds and stuff. There's no reason when you have all the teams literally playing. You have three games a night at this point. Mm -hmm. You should not be talking about this. And we're going to talk about the the coaching vacancies and how, you know, the Knicks are looking at our boy Jerry Stackhouse. And we were talking about that in the last podcast. And it seems like it's a little bit more. Yeah. Those kind of things I understand. But to take away from a series and talk about a specific off-court yeah. thing or just to mention the Lakers in a sentence. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah. Like, they're in the middle of a tough, tough team like they're playing golden state right like right. not a slouch of a team at all and yeah you know what golden state is this uh the second seed and san antonio is the seventh seed but san antonio has so much talent they have so much experience the veteran presence on that team it's all there yeah i think there'd be more fight like they lost the first game 92 to 113 and then 101 to 116 and it just didn't look like at any point in time was San Antonio going to take, like, just take over? Like, yeah. at, at no point, like, even when they managed to take some little leads here and there, like, you just felt Golden State was coming back. Yeah. You, you did not think San Antonio was doing really much of anything. Nothing. Yeah. Like, if they, if they win... Now we're on the head. You're getting yeah. two dinks there. No, I'm <laughs> killing it. If they, killing win, it. if they win a game at home, I will be shocked. I honestly think that right now, Sweet. they're getting swept. Rooms are the coming only, Didn't you say four? I, I think I said five. 
I think I, I'm pretty sure I said five too. Yeah, I, I can. Sure. I can look we really, back should, at we it, really should write these things yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. But well, we do have it written down. It's on our Instagram yeah, page just, yeah, at blue dot show. <laughs> no, it's like the the details of everything. I just I, I forgot my work. My I, I do. Man, I call. I said four or five. I didn't yeah. see San Antonio making it more of a series like other people were saying. Yeah, They're, they just don't have the firepower to bounce back, and a lot of people were believing in Rudy Gay and Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. It's just not a good playoff matchup for him. Nope. And it's actually the most surprising part about it is like how lucky can Golden State get in the sense that, oh, they have probably the easiest road to the finals. Oh, yeah. They dodge OKC. They mm. dodge Houston. They dodge Utah, the team that constantly beat them in the regular season. Yeah, and then like- they get to play Portland, who they match up way too well against. They play Pelicans, who are just happy to be there, I think. And they played against an injury-riddled Spurs and allowing Curry to not come back in the first round and come back healthy in the second. Could this get any easier for them to get to the finals? Uh, No, it could not. It actually could not get easier for them. But, again, there are always that team that we all thought they'll turn it on when they need to turn it on. I just thought San Antonio would give them a little more fight. I I agree. This is... This is a part of me that we were talking about this before a couple podcasts ago. This is why I wanted Denver in the playoffs. Look, I I know, I know (laughs) you're giving me a smirk and I totally deserve it. But don't you feel like a team that more deservingly would put up a bigger fight should be in the playoffs? San Antonio is happy to be there, but because you're a feel good story that made the playoffs doesn't mean you should be in it. And I feel like Denver, if Denver was the one that was going to be facing Golden State, I feel like it would be a better series. Just from, at least in the standpoint that at least they have another superstar in the making that you can watch and get other people to uh, be watching the series as opposed to being disinterested. Also, we should mention this. uh, Our condolences and prayers go out to the Popovich family. Uh, He won't be on the bench for the next game course respectively mm-hmm, yeah. so if you guys want to quickly talk about the media who i find is the biggest letdown in the playoffs Oof. with what they did with lebron with everything okay lebron admittedly did say that they notified him before the interview mm-hmm. but i still don't think it was a question that they should have asked but yeah. at the same time it was probably the brass upper hand yeah poking in the reporter's ear saying hey hey ask lebron ask lebron ask lebron because he's so close with pop uh, during their times, you know, uh, with Team America and stuff like that. There's it, a time but it and was, a place, and that was not it. But it was the one with KD during the day at a shoot-around that they asked him after he just finished practicing. He had no idea. Yeah. And it was clear that he had no idea. And for a good 40 seconds, it was just awkward. He looked like he was about to cry, and then he just said, can we move on? Like, move on. Yeah. And then they went to whatever questions, yeah. and he was just disinterested in the rest of it. Yeah, like, there, there's a time and a place, and that's not it. Like, I understand Popovich is part of the NBA and what happened. Horrible, sad thing, and it, it, it's hard for anyone. But It could have happened to anyone. Yeah. It was very disappointing It's just that not, it not there. Like, that's not when you ask these no. guys those questions. Like, it, it happens, but, like, they're in one state of mind yep. getting ready for – the 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 most important part of their season, right? The playoffs. This is what this is what they play eighty two games for to get to. Yep. And then to throw that at them, especially when they don't know, and that's when they first hear about it. And yeah. it's like, like, like that's not when you ask them. No. 
Like, you're not, you don't need to be there to inform that and everyone of everything. Like, they're there You don't practice. need LeBron's opinion on everything in yeah. the NBA. But, like, they're, they're there, like, Katie was there to practice for shoot-around, ask him questions regarding that. When he goes back into the change room, he'll find out from whoever... T- like yeah, team, team officials and Exactly. Stuff, yeah. They'll let him know. He'll have time to actually properly process it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. nobody knows what one person's relationship is with another person and that's not the time to be asking them right and you know what's going to make this worse if san antonio either comes out to win or comes out to lose it's going to be that topic yeah they lost because they were disinterested and they didn't have their coach blah 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 or they won because, because of their they coach. Were for their coach whatever whatever outcome comes from it's tomorrow gonna create it's going to create a story it. behind it and they're going to roll with it and that's why no. I hate the the American media, the NBA American media has been pissing me off so much because they're focusing on the big series, in their mind, the biggest series, the ones who constantly keep getting nationally televised games. Mm-hmm. For example, Indiana and Cleveland. They didn't play two nights ago. Why are you talking about them? Yeah. They played yesterday. Yeah. Well, they played today. Okay, talk about them. Tomorrow, I don't even want to hear their names again. Yeah. Because they don't play tomorrow. They play Saturday. That's when you should be talking about Stop talking about them when you're not supposed to be and talk about other series. And then it's like every time Boston plays – they talk about Boston and Milwaukee. They talk about Milwaukee being so bad. Talk about Boston being so good and how good Boston's going to be next year. Talk about them this year, mm. not next year. And then you don't even mention the Raptors instead of, oh, Washington's dysfunctional. Yeah. One thing I found, and I actually... And don't even get me started on Rockets in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, God. They're not giving any love to Rockets. No. At all. No. Minnesota is being completely washed. But there's a reason why Minnesota, and we can go biggest letdown because Carl Anthony Towns is playing terrible. Yep. But it's not because he wants to play terrible. It's because Houston is what they've been doing all season long against a team that has very little experience. And again, happy to be there, yeah. which is why I wish Denver was in the playoffs. That it's, a, it's one of those kind of series. I can't see this not being a sweep. Oh, like I called it from, well, last week. I think this was the only series I called to sweep anyways. It's just like... I am surprised. I thought Minnesota would be able to at least take... They look like they could take a game, but they're getting wrecked. They're They're just getting wrecked. The Rockets are ready to go to Miami for a little bit, have a break, and then come back for the second round. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I interrupted you. You wanted to talk about the media on my little rant there. Um... Yeah, I don't remember. Just I talk too much. That's the no, problem. no. It's fine. You're allowed. You're absolutely. Oh, yeah, I remember. So um, perusing the internet after the Raps game the other night. Okay. Um, Sportsnet put out an article, and it literally is just an article based on all the American media outlets that talked about the Raptor game. I am hating this already. No, it, it actually surprisingly wasn't that bad. All but all it was was the Washington Post and, like, news from Washington talking about how the Raptors are destroying them and they're manhandling them and Washington is just not the team that they, like, that anyone thought mm-hmm. they would be and all this kind of stuff. They're, they're actually giving credit to the Raptors. The, no, yeah, but they're also giving credit to the fact that Washington is the bad team. Yes, that as well. The But you go outside Washington Nada. Zilch. Nothing. ESPN's covered a little bit of it. The only person on ESPN that has said anything is Chuck. No, no he's in oh, TNT. So he's TNT. He's, he's TNT. TNT. Max Kellerman said that the Raptors were going to go to the finals. And yeah. 
Chuck's if it wasn't for him, team. they wouldn't even be talking about it because Stephen A. Smith dismisses the Raptors and says Washington. The only reason why they're winning is because Washington's bad. <laughs> everything like that's literally his yeah. rebuke to everything. And then Max is like, they're the first seed. They should be playing this way. And he's just like, well, what if John Wall can do this? If Bradley Beal cannot disappear, which he did. He did yeah. disappear. He only had nine points. It, yeah, but he like disappeared that. because they played good defense on him. He had a bad game. But they're playing. He had a him. bad game. They're playing him he right. He had a really bad game. He had foul trouble, and two of his first fouls in the first quarter were both on jump shots. He shouldn't have went up. Oh court. man, those three! It was just and ones, and then he did that again on the in the second quarter, and then he got a fourth quarter in the third, yeah, a fourth foul in the third. But I don't think play Washington's well. playing as bad. I think the Raptors are playing great defense. The starters are playing great defense. Yes, the bench. We can talk did, about the bench this bench. Great aside, defense, aside uh, from Miles and Delon Wright, who on the bench is even playing well? Lucas Nogueira played great in the first game. Okay, and then they play him in the second yeah, game, and, he did, and he did exactly what I've been saying about Nogueira all years. Quick fouls. <laughs> so many fouls because he's not experienced enough. He did, they had to yell at him to tell him where his placement was during a free throw. You're a big guy. You should know that by now. <laughs> and in addition to that, he was part of that run that my Washington went on when you had Lorenzo Brown, yeah, <laughs> G League MVP, and Bebe on the floor, and they scored 13 points against you. Oof. I don't know about you, but Dwayne Casey, on your birthday, it's not a regular season game. If you beat them by 30, you beat them by 30. This is not where you, I'm going to give the young guys experience. If you wanted to do that, why didn't you play Van Vliet? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He had a terrible outing in the two minutes or whatever and change that he played. Why not? Like, there's no reason to play the nobodies on your team when you should be destroying the opposition. There's no such thing as a mercy kill in, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You should just wreck them. If you got 150 points, you got 150 points. If you want to give Kyle Lowry and Ibaka a little bit of a break, fine, give them a break. But keep someone as a starter on the squad so they don't give them a chance to come up. It was a five-point game, guys. Five-point game. You understand that the Raptors could have lost after putting up 76 points in the first half? I, my heart stopped. I and, and so did the stadium. It's CJ Mellon's three didn't hit. Delon, block, yeah. Delon Wright's block against John Wall didn't happen. This would have been a completely different game. Hey, we can say about anything, though. I don't want to talk about the Raptors. Let's go into our last mo- last subject. We have best moment of the series or of the playoffs. What was now, your, What do you think your best moment? Um, so I went with best moment. The way I interpret it is I just picked best uh, individual effort in mm-hmm. a game. And the first one I saw, it was just James Harden. 44 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals. He was a plus 5, and he had 7. 7 threes in that game. He was just in fuego, mm-hmm. on fire. And he was the reason why they won. Chris Paul disappeared. If it wasn't for him, they would have lost the first game. Yeah. And uh, I that's why. A lot of people could say LeBron from yesterday, which is totally fair. Mm-hmm. But I don't – I feel like – to definitively win a game, even though your player was playing unbelievable, in Cleveland did, won that game because Oladipo missed an open three. Yeah. Not because they were the better team. Yep. Harden was the better player on the best team, and he helped their team win. And he made other people play. He made others play well, too. Nice. How about you guys? Uh, I got a couple. 
Okay. All right. Some of them are a little homer for me, obviously, because of being course. represent. But one of, I think, the best moments so far was when Drake in game one <laughs> wore the Humboldt Strong yep. jersey. That's a good that, show. I thought that was fantastic. Fanta- and the whole team signed it after, and they yep. gave it to the school. Exactly. The whole team then signed that Drake jersey, and they gave it to them, and they're auctioning. They're gonna, I believe they're going to be auctioning it off. There's a whole charity. The Maple Leafs Foundation. Uh, there's a whole charity concept going on now through Humboldt Strong put on their whole charity, the Humboldt okay. Broncos. Yeah. They put a whole charity together. Um, their GoFundMe's raised fifteen million dollars. Wow. They've raised fifteen million dollars on GoFundMe. That's amazing. Um, so that. So what's it going towards? Um, uh, playing, it's it's going to playing the ignorant person. It's going towards um the twenty nine families directly re- uh, involved okay, in so the accident and everyone yeah. that got hurt or injured. Um, for some of the survivors that may have some difficulties learning how to walk yeah. again and their medical bills and all that kind of stuff, the money's going to be going all towards them and that. Um, and also helping out the franchise and the team and rebuilding, right? Because this team now just lost half their roster, right? Like, how does this team now recoup? Because in small, I don't think they care about the sport aspect of it. No, but, but these small towns, like this, this is what they have, yeah. right? They don't have no they have NHL teams. They don't. This is it for them, That's right? This is what they support. No, I don't even think they have an around. OHL team near them. No, so like, well, OHL is Ontario Hockey League. Mm. This is the Western this Hockey. The, right? Sorry, Western Hockey. Yeah. The with EASCHL. No, yeah, that's there's, Eastern. There's, there's so many. Oh, the WHL. Yeah. So, Western Hockey. Right. So they're like money's going to be going towards that <laughs> stuff. So, so it's a basketball podcast. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, so that was probably one of the best moments. Uh, Anthony Davis for me. Yes, of course. Is Anthony another yep. fantastic. For sure. Just killing it. Just love yeah. watching. First play. game was more of a kill than the second for sure. Yes. Um, and then. Another one for me is DeLon Wright. Fair enough. I think he's been playing so well. His defense has been really good. Keeping up with John Wall, trying to play hard on him. Um, John Wall. Or Bradley fast. Beal. That's, yeah. Those are the two people he's covering. John Wall is fast. Yeah, and so is Delon. Man, in, this, in a split second, he could be going from like just walking the ball to beelining it for the, net, the rim. Yep. And DeLon Wright is just there doing whatever he can and he's been playing great these are amazing minutes for him to work on because what was it last year the year before norm powell was pretty much guarding lebron and norm didn't he like he did as much as he could anyone could guarding lebron of course but delon doing what he's doing his next assignment might be lebron james and I'm not saying no, John, it won't be. I'm not saying John Wall is a, like he's not going to go against LeBron. LeBron. He's but, so way too small. No, if they're <laughs> yeah. trying to you, when they're rotating <laughs> lineups and they're rotating guys through, he may get might switched get, on. Yeah, him, he but might he's get not going to get, might get some opportunities to show what he okay, got. That's going to be o- that'll be great. It'll be OG and Obi's going to get the first one to crack yes, at it, and 100%. then after he fails because he will, it's going to it's going to be Siakam, and then after Siakam, they're going to they're going to try with maybe. Norm, they're gonna try to put a little bit of Demar on him. Thing, I don't think they'll try. They're with gonna put they're gonna put a Baca on him. But again, oh, yeah. it all depends on the the again if they go to the Cavaliers because it could be Indiana. Yes, I'm saying. I'm actually in my doubt. I have no idea. It's a coin flip on this series. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm gonna get from it. Them going into Indiana and that that city being such a LeBron hater from the Miami days and even before that when he was in Cleveland the first time, they just don't like him. And they're gonna boom every time he touches the ball. It's gonna—he's probably gonna play better. Uh, another mention: if we're talking about players who kind of just stepping up, 
You got to give it to Jalen Brown. He has 25 points per game, 4.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, blocking game, shooting 50% from the field at 40 minutes. That's crazy. I mean, this guy is uh, hes only a sophomore, right? Like, he's playing really well. He is a third overall pick. He's, this is the production you expect from him, but he's, he's taken in that uh, Kyrie role pretty well. Pseudo Kyrie. And Rosier is doing really well, too. Just so many players. I think best moment. Who would have thought that playoff Rondo would be this good? Mm. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade bench. with his 28 points in, what, uh, 24 minutes or something? Playoff Dwayne. Playoff, yeah. Playoff Wade. Vintage, vintage the Wade. There was, man, again, let's go back to the media. But media, like, I know Wade had a good game. But your headlines don't have to be about how he's back or vintage Wade is like a fine wine. Like all these puns that they do with Wade. There are other storylines. Yeah. It's just they go with whatever the biggest name is. I don't think Wade is that big of a name. He's a Hall of Famer. But uh, it is what it is. What do you guys think? Any other best moments? Do you have any, Media Mike? Dwayne Wade. Yeah, Dwayne Wade, that's yours? There's been, there's been a lot of good ones, but I think we all kind of touched on the ones that really – we find most entertaining. Hit at home, you know? hit at home kind of thing. Yep. For especially for some people. <laughs> uh, I I also sorry before we end this, I kind of want to just give like an honorable mention to how bad Matt Devlin was at sponsoring Drake and his new album. He dropped that Scorpion Medallion so many times in the broadcasting. I'm just like, how much is Drake paying you to keep dropping stuff for his <laughs> album? He talked about Drake. He's mentioning Drake and the. I, look, you guys know I'm not a huge Drake fan, and I do like what he does for the city, and I'll respect him for that. Whatever his music, hate me if you want. Don't you can yeah. add me, I don't care. Uh, but la- when I was watching that game, and he looked at Jack Armstrong when Delon did that block against John Wall, and he said, "Get that garbage out of here!" Before Jack even said it, I couldn't stop laughing. I thought that was hilarious. Like, you're a good clown, Drake. He's doing well. And he's chirping, too. How many celebrities are chirping now at these games? Oh, man. Kevin, Hart. Kevin Hart's going off. Kevin Hart. Did you hear? Wade was like, oh, I... I uh, he thanks Kevin Hart. He, no, he's like, uh, what was the reason for your performance tonight, Kevin Hart? And, like, he didn't say anything else in the interviews. Like, yeah. just thank Kevin Hart. That was amazing. It's amazing how the celebrities are getting all these yeah. um, recognition now. And, like... Uh, Drake was 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 on Instagram or Snapchat or something. He was showing how he's chirping John Wall. He's like down by twenty, body by twenty, bro. <laughs> the way he talks, I can't do a good impersonation, but that uh, was interesting. Um, anyways, uh, ballers, thank you for listening. As always, please follow us on Twitter at Alu Show. Alu is with three O's, or on Instagram at Alu Dot Show. Also, if you're a huge Raptors fan, you can catch me, host Jay Turks, on the Raptors HQ Overtime Podcast, which I'm going to try to get you boys on for one game. Uh, it's just a, a post-game wrap-up of what happens in the Raptors world, and hopefully you guys can join me too one day. Oh, fine. And we get to talk <laughs> about the Raptors without feeling bad about being homeless. Without feeling bad about talking about the Raptors. <laughs> and uh, are you ready for your sign-off? Hi. Always remember, you have no excuses to miss tomorrow's next game. No, I don't. No, Absolutely. no one does. No one. Does. No one does. Game three, right, baby. Right. It's not. <laughs> hopefully, Jurassic Park's open. Hopefully, the weather should be. Yeah, the weather should be fine. Yeah. fine. All right, stay classy, boys.